Today, your friends at Intent are excited to talk to you about time blocking. I know it is not the favorite subject of all people, but it is really going to be something that we believe will move the needle on your business for 2021. Today, we're going to be going over an overview of the advantages of time blocking, five reasons that you should start managing your time, how to actually time block, and then all the benefits that are going to come to you when you start time blocking. Just so that you know, um, the first time someone introduced me to time blocking was about 12 years ago when I had a digital marketing company. We were the only social media marketing company uh, basically in the Southeast at the time. And my day was so insane trying to run about 25 different clients' social media platforms. And we had a business coach come in, sat down and reviewed time blocking with me. And I said, there is no way that someone in my profession can time block. I have to be like ready to answer anything and do everything. And she said, just try it for a day and see how it goes. And it really was a game changer in my life because we just tell ourselves that it's an impossibility to time block. But the reality is we all work within some form of time blocking or another. But it's a tremendous game changer because when you are, when you're really uh, mindful of the way that your day is going to take shape, you own your day. And so many people do not own their day. They genuinely, from the minute they get up, are on someone else's to-do list. And I know you're thinking to yourself, not me, except did you pick up your phone right when your eyes opened this morning? Did you start scrolling through your email? Then you absolutely were on someone else's agenda today. If you are able to take your time and maintain those time blocks so that you know where your growth is going to be, that is going to be a very big difference in the way that you are approaching your day. Really being able to say, um, today's main tasks are this, and this is exactly the way I want my day to go. It will change that. It'll also set expectations for the people around you that you're not always to be asked or bothered or called or texted about something new. Now, one of our, one of the loan officers who works with us, um, who literally probably is the busiest loan officer I've ever known, um, will tell you, like, if the phone rings and it's a real estate agent, I have to answer that call. It took me two years to convince her that she did not need to do that. And now she does have more ownership in her day because she at least knows that one thing. Even if it's that thing you take from today, please know that you don't have to jump when someone says jump. So let's talk about the five main reasons I would like you to start managing your time. It really is a socially acceptable way to say no to time vampires. Truly and really like it, and there are so many of these now, if what, now that we're working from home in 2021, it's not as bad, but you know, those time vampires, you know, the people who come in and they've got a 25 minute story to tell you, or they want to show you pictures of something, or they're showing you funny memes, or they're just asking incessant questions about things or anything. When that, when that happens to you, right, your, your time is held hostage and it's not an easy thing 
willing to say something like, Hey, I really just don't want to talk to you right now. Um, but you can say things like, Hey, you know, from nine to 11, I am time blocked to make phone calls. So I'm going to need total peace and quiet for that time. And then setting that expectation changes it dramatically. Um, but making sure that you are keeping your time sacred and safe is going to be very important. It helps to balance the urgent with the important. There are two, like everything in mortgage is hair on fire. Everything's a problem and not every day, but you know what I'm talking about. How are we going to put all these fires out, right? We've got 30 loan files that are up in play right now and everything needs everything and everything. Okay. Yes, that's very true. However, there's a difference between something that's urgent, like this loan is not going to close and little things that just kind of get people teed up and dramatic. It time blocking allows you to say, this time is sacred to me because I'm going to be focused on this. If there is an actual emergency, you can come and get me. But other than that, I need to focus my time on this right now. It forces you to prove your priorities with action. And this is probably the biggest one. Um, time blocking is a commitment to show up and do things for a certain period of time. The only difference is you are telling yourself, you're making that commitment to yourself. And if you're going to put it on your calendar, hopefully you're going to stick with it. Because if you start telling yourself that it's not possible to manage your time, then you're telling yourself it's not possible to manage your day. And if you're not managing your day, are you really managing your life? You have to be able to say, these are going to be my priorities for today and stick with them. It prevents procrastination. A thousand percent true. Um, you know, it's not, it's not a secret to everybody that there is a very specific personality type that goes with being a successful salesperson. And most of us are pretty hardcore procrastinators. And we can tell ourselves we're not, you know, like we say, look at how much stuff I get done every day. But the reality is we also put off what we don't want to do. And even if that, what you don't want to do is time blocking, we're still putting that off. But when you have a very designated time per day, when you're doing things and you're committed to that, it changes the entire game. And it forces you to be realistic with your time. Now, I forever have said the following sentence, um, which is, you know, I've worked with, with the mortgage industry for a long time. And I'm always like, why can't loan officers close eight deals a month? Eight deals a month is two loans a week. Two loans a week in 40 hours is 20 hours per loan. And I feel like that should be enough. 20 hours devoted to one loan should, should be enough to close a loan. I know that that is simplistic. And yet at the same time, it's not. Because if you say to yourself, I'm going to close eight deals this month, then you have that as a goal, but then you can put down your goals that get you to that main goal, right? But if you, if you really start thinking about how much time you spend on those deals, it will open your eyes to what you need to do in order to time block, but it'll also show you any of this sort of pitfalls that you're falling into when it comes to wasting time. It'll also make sure that you have specific time every day 
to work on those files because you know how long it's going to take you approximately. And you don't have to overcommit once you understand how much time things take. There's a lot of data here. Get ready. I want you to spend more time building your business and spend less time doing business. Um, another type A personality for most salespeople is a, is an, is a very difficult time delegating and feeling like you have to be in every single file and knowing all of the things. But I really do want you to focus your attention. If you made a list today of what needs to be done in ink and you could only pick three things, you could do it. There's only really three things that have to be done today. Your three main goals, whether that is three main loan files or whether that is three main things you have to do, um, making sure that you block those out and know what your priorities are starting the day is important. If you are answering emails, turn your phone off. If you're answering, if you're making calls, turn your email off. You right now have such a Pavlovian response to the pings in your life whether that is somebody knocking on your door, whether that is the sound of your text, whether that's your phone vibrating, whether that's the ping of an email or a text or a, a Facebook direct message. If you shut your door and you get the things done on your list, that's going to be a very important next step. Uh, and if you happen to be in an office and you got a chatty Kathy, then you can put a sign on your door that says I'm time blocking today. Here's my time block schedule. If this door is closed, do not open it. You got to tap into the tech on this. Your systems, technology literally exists so that you can manage your time. It is there to automate all the mundane crap you don't want to do. And it's there to help you succeed. So make sure if you have a tech tool that you're using it. Now, obviously we're going to fall on the side of the CRM CDP because that's what we do. However, that is time management in and of itself. I'm going to be able to look at my leads and only address my leads for an hour. I'm going to be able to look at my realtor partners and only address my realtor partners for an hour. Whatever it is that you need to do, you're able to do that within technology. Uh, eat your veggies first. I love it. Type A personalities, perfectionists, and all manner of people love to procrastinate the hard task, but pushing them out of the way, pushing them out of the way first, um, eat your veggies first. It's always the thing. If you make a to-do list, you do the hardest part first because everything else is easy after that. You tackle the worst thing that you have to do first, investigate and delegate. You cannot do every single task. And you can have an LOA or you can have an assistant and you can say, well, this person's doing X, Y, Z, but you have to make sure that it's okay. If you step back, it's okay to introduce your team to this person and say, the, it's going to be a handoff from here on out, but you got to have a good team in order to do that. And you got to make sure that your team is also as dedicated to making sure that they're time blocking as you are, and then stick to your schedule. This is no different than anything else. You're going to make a commitment to go to the gym. You're going to make a commitment to do this, but really this is, I am now going to manage my own life. My day is mine. My life is mine. And this is how I'm going to do it. Time blocking in its core is basically just scheduling your to-do list against your calendar. So think of it that way. 
You block off a specific amount of time that you're going to want to work on something. And during that time, you work on that thing. Uh, by dedicating a certain number of hours to just one task, you block off your time and your mind from other projects and the myriad demands of your attention. So when I worked with the business coach and she told me that I had to block like an hour of time off to just answer emails, I just found that to be such a strange thing. Um, my focus, and I really am one of those people that can do two things at once, three things at once, not well, but I can still do it. Um, it was impossible for me to imagine. So here I was, I sit down in front of my computer. I don't sign into any of the social media platforms I'm supposed to, I don't do anything. And then for that hour, I had to answer my emails. And I have news for you. If you have never tried this before, just experiment with that. Just experiment with shutting your door, turning your phone off, not having any social media open and only answering emails for an hour. I answered every single email in my inbox an hour. And I was, I got done. I mean, I was done before the time was up and I was like, Matt, well, what am I supposed to do now? Like I, I, okay. Do I have like fiddle my fingers time? I don't even know what happens. Um, but it is truly, uh, it's an eye-opening experience the first time you do it. Turn your tasks into time slots. So this is great. So I know I need to answer emails every single day. But that doesn't seem like it's going to be like a to-do, right? But it is a to-do. And then if you say, I know every day I have to answer emails. I know every day I have to answer texts. I have to make phone calls. I have to talk to my referral partners, whatever it is. Making sure that you have that slotted on your calendar keeps you in the clear. Now, if you have someone who needs to have a phone call with you and they send you an email, you can put that task in your phone call time, right? That, so you, there's going to be crossover and things like that, but then you know that you have phone call time and you're able to kind of get through those calls. The other thing is too, people love to talk on the phone for some reason. Uh, so you get your customers on the phone, they're telling you about their second cousin's mortgage situation. And you're like, okay, this is great, but let's get moving on. And the way that I think really set the expectation for that call is to say, um, I'm so glad that you carved out 15 minutes for me today. I'm, I'm really glad to go over some of this stuff with you. I have a lot of important questions to ask you. So if you don't mind, I'm going to jump right in. You set that tone immediately, right? This is important. I'm here for you. I blocked off 15 minutes for you. There's a time crunch. Let's get to work. So there's four main tasks outside of sort of loan file management in general, right? You need to make and answer phone calls. You need to read and answer texts. You need to have meetings, whether those are on Zoom or, you know, even, I guess you're probably not doing very much in person, uh, but you need to have meetings and you need to answer emails. Okay. So if you put loans in there and you put like team management in there, you pretty much got everything that you need. Let's go over how we think you can best manage your time. Make a plan. This plan should, have, should just be um, habit after a while. So the plan that you make today is going to be the thing you're going to probably be tweaking and doing. But if you think of it this way, uh, today's Thursday, I should know what the basic game plan of my day is if I'm time blocking and then I can figure out what needs to happen. So decide on what needs to get done, figure out how long that's probably going to take 
and then take into account the priority of said task. Like I said, three things need to get done today. Three. You can argue with me to the day the cows come home, but I guarantee you that the number is three. There are three loans that could close if you took action on them today. There are three major things. What actions do you need in order to make those three things happen? You need to make sure that when you're making your plan that you're talking about thinking in terms of like mental and physical breaks. When I'm doing sort of my overall like kind of life training things, I usually tell people that it's great to do 50 minutes of work and take 10 minutes of your time. So it's 50 minutes of work um, and then 10 minutes of a long walk or a, um, you know, a snack or a stretch or a, you know, some time with somebody you love. Um, It depends on how you want to frame that 10 minutes per day. How can you set the expectations of those people around you? It's very, very simple. When you start having total clarity about your schedule and people get used to it, it's going to be fantastic. So you want to make sure that people understand that you're starting sort of a new thing um, for your business. So then you can block it off in your calendar. And this is a perfect example of what your calendar should look like it can have little things inside of it, right? So if you have like tasks from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., you're the only person who knows what those tasks are. So figure out when you're gonna call your clients, when you're gonna prospect, when you're gonna tackle your emails, and when you're gonna make and return phone calls. Then train people to your schedule. Change your voicemail to reflect your day every day. So I would say, hi, this is Kelly Yale from Intent Marketing. I'm really glad that you called. I'm sorry I couldn't take your call at this moment. I do return phone calls every day from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then again from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. So I'm going to call you in those windows and hopefully we can connect. I really appreciate you. Please leave a message after the tone. That's all you need to do. But imagine how that sounds. Okay, I know this person is going to call me back during those designated times. Then clock out when you need to clock out. When you are done with that section of your time block, stop. You're going to have time to catch back up. Stop. Be realistic about how to do this. I know it sounds overwhelming to do it, but it's very possible to do it. I know that every day feels like you're the fireman and there's lots of fires, but keep in mind that nothing will change within 30 minutes. So we talk about this a lot in our like sort of um, uh, mindfulness uh, coaching. We talk about how, um, you know, when when you pick up that phone in the morning and you take a look at your email, there is no chance in the world that you're gonna be able to fix a problem before you get in the shower. And that same problem is going to be there when you get out of the shower, I assure you. And then color code your time blocks on your calendar because it's just a simple, easy way for you to identify what the next thing is going to be. You got to take action with this. It can't just be a theory. Your calendar is going to tell you what to do and then you're going to do it. And that's how it's going to go every single day. You have to respect the blocks and don't overlap. Even if you have time for overlapping, Think about other ways that you can get ready for, for the time block. So if you're making calls and you're done and you're like, okay, now what do I do? I get that part, but you really don't want to be multitasking in the middle. 
when it comes to like transitioning to the next block, you can set a reminder. So you can have your, you know, if it's an outlook, it's going to send you a message 10 minutes before, and it's going to say in 10 minutes, it, you know, phone call time starts. Uh, understand your energy and when it's best to use it. For me, I am far more productive at 7 p.m. than I am at 7 a.m., but other people are the opposite. Um, make sure that you're playing to those strengths. If you are somebody who wakes up in the morning and you're raring to go, put your phone calls first, right? Have your best energy first. Identify the points in the day you feel most productive and block those tasks to channel that accordingly. So if you feel like after lunch, you're a slug, don't put your loan file time there. Um, figure out what's going to be the best time. This isn't going to be perfect. You're going to have to revise your concepts as you practice this out. So don't worry about the revision time. Um, you're starting to try to figure out exactly how long things take. And then you're really future facing when you think about tomorrow, right? And you can change tomorrow's schedule based on today's schedule. Let's say you didn't get through all your phone calls. You know, tomorrow you're going to need two hours. This is an ideal suggested schedule in my humble opinion for you. From 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., you settle, plan, look at your marketing and do a quick video from, 10, from 9 to 10. I know that that sounds crazy because you're like, but wait a minute, I have to put the fires out. I get you. But you're making your list. You're looking over your tasks. You're seeing what needs to be done. You're making sure across all social media platforms that you have your marketing in place and maybe you're just shooting a quick video based on that marketing that you can upload. From 10 a.m. to 11.30, you do emails or emails and files and get everything sort of together and ready to roll. Uh, you take a break maybe at that time, then you make your phone calls, you have your lunch, you go back to working on files, you go back to working, returning your phone calls, you do emails and huddles, which is like little meetings with your, with your team to find out what needs to happen tomorrow. And then you spend the rest of your day from 4.30 to 6 really going through and reevaluating what happened and if you need to catch anything up. Now, of course, that's idealistic. I grasp that. I totally get it. When am I going to take my application calls? When am I going to do this? When am I going to do that? But you just said that. You just said application calls. You're going to do that from 11.45 to 1 or from 3 to 4. There, I promise, while it seems overwhelming, when you start blocking it out, you're going to have plenty of time to do things. And there's a lot of benefits to time blocking. Block off your time and you're going to be able to get the most important work done before everything else comes in, before you're thinking of all the things that are going to happen today, because there's going to be a lot of that happens today, but taking consideration this, this 10 AM training, you may, you put it on your calendar. You've blocked off this time. Are you probably multitasking while you're doing it? Yes. Is that an issue? It is because you're missing things that I'm saying, because you're distracted, because you haven't put yourself in a practice of being very mindful about the time in front of you. That's not me be critiquing you. It's me telling you, I understand because as a multitasker, I get it. I can't tell you the number of times I'm even on a zoom and I'm on my phone answering emails as this person, like I'm barely like looking into the camera. I mean, it is what we do. I, I understand we're all guilty of it, but you can master your schedule. When you're planning ahead, depending on the meetings and projects you may have, your time blocking can be very different from week to week. Um, when you want to build a routine, you also want to continue to be flexible in your schedule. 
The only thing I think is, is sort of unchangeable is sort of the phone call piece of it. Because I like the idea that, you know, in your head, when you're returning phone calls every day on Sunday evening, instead of having sort of Monday paralysis, it's a good time to think about what do I have coming up in this next week? It's important to do that with your family and it's important to do that at work, right? So it's, it's what, what do we have to get done now? Obviously COVID has changed a lot of our uh, calendars. Let's say that because we don't have the amount of social interaction or, you know, sports or anything else that, that used to go on. Um, But we will be moving back into that. And that's a good time to uh, Sunday is a good time to really figure out what is your week look like? Do you have, do you need to take a day off or do you have a day off coming up? How do you uh, plan around that coming up? All of it. You do not have to extremely detail your schedule. It doesn't have to be super, super precise. Like you don't need to, you know, um, make if it's right. So if you had calls from 6.30 to 9.30, that would be ridiculous, right? Now, not that you don't make phone calls after 6.30, but if you are supposed to go home and have dinner with your family at 6.30, that's what you should be doing, right? It should, you don't have to tell yourself uh, at 6.30, from 6.30 to 7.30, I eat dinner with my family from 7.30 to eight. Uh, we have family TV time or like, you don't have to get crazy. Just you're, this is a guide for you. Remember those setting expectations is incredibly important. If you spend your time answering calls and texts and emails, you are going to be amazed at how quickly you get through them. When you communicate those office hours you, in your signature and in your voicemail, you're setting expectations for people. And you think that your realtor is going to be mad because you didn't answer the phone call. But when you tell your realtor, like, I'm taking care of your referrals from 9 a.m. to 10.30 and I return phone calls at 10.30. That makes a big difference. It's just setting your boundaries. Obviously, we're going to be fans of using technology in order to do these things. We tell everyone, go in, work on your leads for 45 minutes, work on your loans for an hour and a half. Think about the way that you want your day to be set forth, set tasks and activities specifically for your time blocking. If you enjoyed today's coaching session, and why wouldn't you? Uh, There is so much more on our website. If you go to intentmarketing.com and you look at our resources, you can look at all of our videos and coaching and articles. We don't make these sales forward because we don't need to. Uh, We just want to make sure that we're helping you to build your business effectively. And we consider ourselves very much a resource for you. We do hope that you are following us across all of our channels, including our website, all of our social media, and we do have a really cool uh, intent modern mortgage marketing. So hard to say that. Um, the There's a mastermind group, so I'll throw another M in there. Uh, it's a really great place to talk to other loan officers about what they're seeing in the industry.